guys. Mm. I agree that there's something about the name of Jesus that makes everything all right. We are dealing with kingdom core values. We are dealing with healing. The subject matter this morning would be the healing of our souls. The healing of our souls. I'm just laying the foundation this morning so you would know that as we deal with this subject matter that uh, you know the basis of where we're coming from. We are going to begin reading in Luke chapter 4, beginning in verse 17. And it reads as such in our hearing. Therefore, there and there was handed to him the, the scroll, the roll of the book of the prophet Isaiah. And he opened or he unrolled the book and found the place where it was written, which is Isaiah 61. And he read, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me, he has empowered me the anointed one, the Messiah, to preach the good news, the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to announce release to the captives, the recovery of the sight to the blind, to send forth deliverance or deliver those who are oppressed, who are downtrodden, bruised, crushed, and broken down by calamity. He said to proclaim the acceptable, the accepted and acceptable year of the Lord, the day when salvation and free favors of God is profusely abound. We're going to stop there. Father, even now as give freedom of utterance, Lord, do not allow anything to impede your Word from going forth, Lord, move upon me and only let me speak that which you want to be spoken. Hide me behind your glory. Hide me behind your glory. Lord, so saturate this place. Continue to saturate this place with your presence. Do not allow the manifestation of your presence to go down, but let it go up. Thank you for the experience of worshiping you in song. Now, Lord, let us worship you in word. Lord, even now, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Allow me to give you some background of what is happening in our text. He has, at this point, just begun his ministry. He is 
30 years old. He has been baptized by John the Baptist. After the baptism, he was led into the wilderness, our desert, for 40 days and 40 nights where he is tempted of Satan. Up to now, the only place he has really preached is Capernaum. Is at the very beginning of his ministry. Now watch this. And now he comes on to his own people. The hardest place to minister is to those who think they know you. <laughs> the, the hardest place to, to get a is those who remember your past and refuse to see your change. One of the hardest places to minister to is the folks who has a small opinion of you and refuse to see what God is doing in you. Did did you know that that, that, that sometimes you would get a better reception from people who don't know you than people who know you? A <laughs> uh, uh, family is the hardest people to, 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 to give you any type of credit that God's hands may be on you. He has gone home. He has gone home to family. He has gone home to people that he grew up around. He has gone home to his brothers, to his sisters, to his mom, to cousins, to to nephews and nieces. I mean, I mean, they used to have a picnic in the backyard. Hey, he's home. Yes, sir. He's in Nazareth. And, and, and they have heard him speaking in other places. And they said, okay, come to us and let's do for us what you did. All right. All right. <laughs> Listen. He comes and, and, and he, he, he comes and, and God sets this up because he didn't pick out the scroll. Matter of fact, Isaiah is one of the biggest scrolls. Or it was a big one. Many times Isaiah is in two parts row because it's so big. And they, and they deliver it to him and he unrolls it. It's not a book like a, it is rolled up. So he unrolls it. And when he unrolls it by God, orchestrating everything he turns to the book of Isaiah 61 Isaiah 50 61 is a prophecy about him the book of Isaiah is one of the most prophetic books in the Old Testament because it talks about the coming of the Messiah it talks about him being birthed to a to a virgin it talks about his victory that is coming and it talks about his ministry his ministry. If you really want to know that this is probably the announcement and description of his ministry that he's beginning on earth. It's Isaiah 61. Turn to Isaiah 61 verse 1 and, and you will find what he quotes here and you will find a greater description of it. A greater. Now, now hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go into it, I, I need you to understand something. This is not a picture of how we see ourselves. This is a picture of how God sees us. 
See, so, so even if you don't think you fit in this picture, you do. Hold on, can, can, can I help something else? Can I help somebody else? See, see what, is, what is peculiar about this, this, this description of his ministry is that he, he, don't, he talks more about the healing of our souls than he does about the transformation of our spirits. See, see, we, we, we specialize on being born again, being born anew, because we understand that, that that is not about how good you are. It's about whether you're dead or alive spiritually. See, from our perspective, perspective we got it all messed up. See, see, God is always trying to say, you got the wrong perspective. Come up. See, 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 you see it from an earthly point of view. You need to see it from a heavenly point of view. See, and, and, and even though we've been preaching and teaching that the hardest thing to change is a paradigm that we refuse to shift. That's right. So many times something has to be preached over and over again from different angles, from different, different illustrations because, because we hear it. Uh, we, 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 we hear with the ears, but, but we interpret it with our minds. We, 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 we hear it, but well, we still apply our own paradigm to it. We hear it, but it just doesn't shift. It's amazing to me how, how, how stuff I've read so many times that when God illuminates my mind, I say, how did I miss that? I thought I knew what this was saying, but now that he has illuminated something, I said, I, I, I really never heard it from God's point of view. And my, my prayer today is that you hear this from God's point of view, because, because cause, cause what he's doing here, he's describing the problem and also saying he's the answer. <laughs> Can, 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 I, can I dig into this? Can, can I dig into this? Can I dig into this? See, see, where we get confused is we think that the problem is in our spirit. The problem is in your spirit if you're not saved. Because if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ, you are spiritually dead. Did you, did you understand that? Listen, dead things can't produce anything. So, so no one can really say they're good if they're dead. So therefore, other religions that doesn't have Jesus Christ, they don't have the born-again experience. So no matter how many times they put their heads on the floor, no matter how many good works they do, no matter how much they are from an earthly good person, they're dead. Well, well I, maybe I need to qualify it. Because y'all looking like, uh, y'all, I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, well remember when, when God in, 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 in Genesis chapter 1, 27, he made Adam and Eve in his image, which means that he saw himself in them. But you remember when God says in Genesis chapter 3, or he says it in 2, he said, the day you eat of this tree, you shall surely die. And they ate. Fifty 
physically they didn't die, but spiritually they died, which means that the image they bore in died, so they no longer look like God. We were born in the image of God, but because of disobedience, we lost it. <laughs> That's why Jesus said, you must be, you gotta be. Well, again, what's, what's this? Can, can, can I go a little bit deeper? Here he is, and he's beginning to speak this to them, and, and, he, and he's calling us out. Look what he says. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. He has qualified me to preach the gospel of good tidings, good things to the meek, those that have humbled themselves, to the poor. And what he's saying is not so much poor in physical poorness. That may have a certain element of it, but he said those that are spiritually poor. Now watch this. If you're dead, you're spiritually poor. So at one time, he's talking about all of us. I don't know about you, but, but God had to break me and show me I wasn't all that. <laughs> I'm going to get a little bit deeper in that, but, but, but I'm going to save that. Watch this, watch this, watch this. He said he has sent me, watch this, to, to bind up, watch this, the, and heal the broken heart. Listen, sin... Sin is not just what you have done, but sin is what somebody did to you. You can't live very long without being hurt by somebody. See, your hurt may not be my hurt, but we all been hurt. See, see, sin is, there are, there's this collateral damage to sin. See, 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 sin causes hurt to other people. And watch this. And, and it changes how they view themselves. There's gen- you're right. There's generational sins. There's stuff that them pass down. And see, mama can't give you what mama didn't have. Dad couldn't teach you if he'd never been taught. And many of us are, are, are it's, it's not a, listen, if you're born again, your spirit is saved, but your soul is still wounded. So let me, let me explain this. Let me explain this. Let me explain this. See, see, your sin problem is not coming from your spirit, because if you're born again, your spirit can't sin. But the problem is, is that your soul still got a hole in it. That, that, that's, that's, why, that's why we had a good time this morning. But as soon as some of us get in the vessel view, your, your soul going to take over and attitude going to be all over you. See, you can shout all you want, but when you get home, all it takes is a phone call. Matter of fact, let me be honest. Some of us are sitting up here. You're not hearing me. You're looking at that dime sitting over there in the way. You're looking at that. You're you, you trying to pass a number. Just because you're in church don't mean you got God on your mind. 
Many times we here because we 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 got, we're supposed to be here. You know that hinders us from worship. That hinders us from hearing the word. Satan can have you tied up in your mind. Listen, that's a soul problem. All of us been there. Listen, and just because you save don't mean you have overcome. This is a process. Listen, listen, you got to want to be made whole. You got to want to progress. You got to want to come out of mess. Sometimes you can become so familiar with mess. Here Jesus is among his relatives, and if you read the end of the chapter, they take him and try to throw him off of a cliff because they were offended by what he said. Listen, the word is supposed to fend your, your soul. It's supposed to rise up your spirit, but your soul don't like what the word has to say. So, you know what? I really don't care if you don't like the word. I'm trying to help you. I want us to move to the next level. So, so I can't tickle your ear and make the flesh laugh and feel good. I got to speak to your soul and say, soul, sit down, spirit, rise up. Look what he says. He's not dealing with spiritual things. He's not dealing with spirit. He said, I see the hurt of your soul and I care. Any doctor that doesn't give you a true diagnosis is not worth his weight in song. When I go to the doctor, I want him to tell me the truth. I don't want him to tell me to put a band-aid on cancer. Tell me I got cancer, then tell me how we're going to proceed to get rid of it. You know what he's saying? He says, I have diagnosed diagnosed you all with cancer of the soul. (laughs) So I see that you're brokenhearted. I see that you're spiritually blind. I see that you are you're in captivity. I see that you're in prison. I see that you are bound. You know, watch this. That's what Satan did to all of us by attacking Adam and Eve. How can I say this? Lord, help me. If you wonder why it seems like that you can get on a high and you go to a low. It's because there's a hole in your soul. <laughs> and no matter what you chase, it can't be filled by things on the outside. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm so glad that Jesus knows who he is. Because if he had any doubt of who he is, his relatives acting like this would have stopped him. Let me help you. When you got favor, even the closest one to you that need to be applying you would talk about you. Sometimes the, the, the hardest people to get to see what God is doing is your family. 
Listen, watch this, watch this, watch this. Cain and Abel are, I believe, twins. Why? Because in Genesis, when it, when it says that Adam knew his wife and she bore him a son, it doesn't go back and say he knew his wife again. It just said, and she bore him another son. Okay, the only way she could have bore him two sons without Adam knowing her twice is that they were twins. closest of relationships. They say that twins can feel each other's pain. So, so listen, now God comes down and God says, okay, this is what I want you to do. Now watch this. I believe that God said a, a blood offering so you had to deliver something. Why? Because God keeps on reminding himself about the blood that's going to come. Listen, it started off with blood, okay? You sin, you naked, you got leaves on leaves, ain't good enough. Let me cover you with the skin of a blood. Something got to die. So now the first offering is the same story. Something got to die. So bring to me a blood offering. But Cain, watch, watch this, watch this. Well, I know what you want, but I want to bring my stuff. Why isn't my stuff good enough? What you trying to say, I'm not good enough? You know what? No, we're not. We're dead. Why does God want dead stuff? Because that's all we can reduce is dead stuff. So here King is, watch this. Abel walked away blessed. Cain comes in with what he was to bring God. Didn't get mad at God because God didn't accept his stuff. You know what that is? A heart of rebellion. Hold on. God comes down, talk, talk to him, tell him what he needs to get back. Instead of, you know what he did? He got mad at his brother. Let me step into this for a minute. Listen, when you walk in favor, people will not like you for no reason. People who could have favor but refuses to do what it takes to have favor will get mad at you for walking in favor. I don't care if it's husband, wife, mother, father, children, brother, sister. If you are obedient to God and God hands it on you, people will get jealous because what happens to you won't happen to them. Oh, I'm telling you, God will open up doors where you sang down at the res and folks who've been singing for real never got the opportunity and they think you're chasing the opportunity, but the opportunity came to you. That's nobody but God. Is there anybody in the house where you go and the sale haven't even started yet? But the cashier gives you the sale. And you wonder, well, I saw the person before me. You didn't tell them. I come up and you start bringing out coupons and sale items. Stuff just start happening. And you better listen. Listen, it's not your good looks. It's not how handsome you are. It's not that you smell good. It's the favor of God 
on your life. Is there anybody walking in favor? Is there anybody walking in favor? You can't explain it. God just opened up doors. God just walked you around trouble. God just steps in and you know it's God. I'd rather have favor than a million dollars. I'd rather have favor than have people like me. Listen, I learned a long time ago. If you're going to be different, people won't like you. Listen, I did not care then. You better believe I don't care now. I always walked to a different tune. I always did things my way. Listen, they didn't like me in the streets, but now I got God's favor. I don't care as long as he got me. As long as he looked. You better become confident in who you are in Christ Jesus. You better learn how to stand by yourself. You gotta learn, you don't need a crowd. You don't need nobody's approval. I don't need you to to like the way I walk. Listen, God didn't change my walk. So guess what? He said, if you can kimble in the street, kimble with my favor on you. My brothers, listen. Listen, 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 listen. Obedience. Bring the hand of God on you in ways that is unexplainable. Listen, it gets you out of trouble, but with people, it gets you in trouble. Listen, you don't have to explain why God keeps blessing you. Just tell them, I don't know. I'm just trying to live in his live in his heart. I'm just trying to stay right here and he just keep on blessing me. Listen, and folks who won't be obedient won't like you. And you got to be okay with that. Just keep on stepping. Keep on walking. Keep on walking in favor. Keep on walking in your blessing. Jesus is here and, 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 and he I I thought he would talk about, I'm going to save your spirit and go to heaven. That's not what this text says. He's saying, there's a hole in your soul, and I came to fix it. Is it possible, preacher, for us to be saved and still in bondage? You better believe it. Spirit saved, but, 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 but did you know that you can be so familiar with dysfunction, you prefer dysfunction over freedom? Matter of fact, you know, you know, some of us, you know, you can get to the place you are glutton for punishment. At some point, we need to learn the lesson. Because God won't take you out of the cycle till you learn what's in the cycle. Hallelujah. 
And say, and, and watch this. And you can't manipulate God. You can't bargain with God. You can't, you, you can't, you can't. God will let you cry and give you a Kleenex. You know, God does not enter into our pity party. Especially since he has already provided a way through. Did you hear that? He has already provided a way through and his name is Jesus. If Jesus paid the price for everything you've been through, out of, just, just out of respect, we ought to move forward. Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me go, let me go. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Nicodemus, who is a religious leader, because you can be religious and not be saved. You can be of good standing in the church and not be saved. You can be, humanly speaking, a good person, a moral person, and going straight to hell from church. Listen, it's a spiritual condition that only Jesus can fix. (laughs) Sometimes the way God gets our attention is by breaking us. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Watch this, watch this, watch this. It sounds like and someone asked me this. I don't understand if God loved us, how he could allow us to go through all that. I said to them, I fact, preached this morning, and, and, and it dawned on me because I said, okay, Lord, you, my, my, my explanation wasn't going to show me. Help me to understand. Lord, well, in fact, show me my life because I've been through a whole lot of stuff. Some of it was what I put myself through. Some of it wasn't. You want to talk, you, you want to talk about brokenness? You want to talk, listen, listen I, I told him this morning that, that, that at the height of me in the stuff I was into, I, I told Lord, I don't want to tell them that. I know I got some weed smokers in the house. I got some weed-toting Christians in the house. Don't raise your hands. <laughs> it got to the place where weed wasn't powerful enough. I went to black hash. In the black hash, I was treating stuff before folks was treating stuff. <laughs> I think I invented it. (laughs) Here I am in the hallway. I don't even think I was even high this night. And I was upstairs in my hallway. I don't know what, what, where it came from. I don't know if I was going out. I don't know if I was just coming in. And I was...
I was so caught up in that, I didn't even realize I was pacing back and forth. I don't even know how long I was pacing back and forth. I was ready. Mess with me, please. I would kill you with my hands. Mess with me, please. I don't know how long. I don't even know why. But I remember stopping and said, what is wrong with you? What is going on? Why, what, you crazy, man. What have you done that you say, I'm crazy? Where have you caught yourself in the midst of, he said, what am I doing here? See, it doesn't matter what it was. It's that it was something that had you all wrapped up that you didn't even know you was wrapped up. See, the truth of the matter is that, that when you're wrapped up into something, you don't even know how bad it is. Listen, listen, listen. You don't, you don't know how good it is to be free till you get free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, 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 listen. I, I don't know what it was in you, but, but I know that God, that, listen. God showed me this. He said, Tracy, everything I took you through was accumulation of everything I had to let you go through in order to get you where you are now. I said, say what? Say what? He said, I allowed you to go through all that because when you got out there, the only way I could have got you was to break you so everything that happened was that I could save you. I caused you. I let you go through emotional pain and heart pain and physical pain so that your, so that your spirit wouldn't burn in hell all of a sudden. He said, I, I, I tempered it so that no matter what, I had you in my hands all the time. So I was, I was, I was measuring everything that came your way so that it wouldn't kill you, but it would break you because I had purpose for you. So I couldn't allow the devil to destroy you, but, but, but you're so hard-headed. Oh, let me, let me deal with somebody. You don't know how wicked your heart is. The Bible said our hearts is deceitfully wicked. Who can know it? You don't know you. You don't know what you would do. Let God move his hand off of you. Let God lift just one finger. Let God remove the cover. You find yourself. It was grace keeping you. Before you got saved, it was mercy keeping you. If it wasn't for the mercy of God holding you, you'd be out there doing some of the stuff some of the people you got your nose up in the air doing. Everything you've been through was measured, was orchestrated to bring you to a place where you will let him in. Without it, you wouldn't be here. Without it, 
you wouldn't have made it. Without it, you wouldn't love him the way you love him. Without it, you wouldn't be where you are in your spiritual walk. So God was there all the time. Psalms 119 said, it was good that I was afflicted. Because in my affliction, I learned the ways of God. It taught me in my brokenness. Listen, 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 listen. And I'm about ready to quit. I'm about ready to quit. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. When God lifts that stuff off of you, somebody should have shouted right there. Listen, 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 listen. When God stops you from, from carrying stuff that he never meant for you to carry in the first place, there's some stuff you worried about that you shouldn't even be worried about because you need to put it in God's hands. There's some insecurities, some inferior complex. Whose voice are you listening to? Listen, he says, he says, he says, he says, and the truth will set you free. And who the Father set free is free indeed. You know what he's saying? You don't have to walk in this no more. You know what he's saying? He said, the devil tricked you. Matter of fact, he tried to destroy you. There's some stuff you need to start taking off. Hallelujah. When the devil reminds you what happened to you, say, that happened to my flesh, but I'm walking in the spirit now. So what happened, whatever the devil tried to do to me, it didn't affect me. I will be what he called me to be. I will do what he wants me to do. I got purpose. I got destiny. Devil, you tried to kill me, but God turned that into fertilizer. I'm better because of it. I'm stronger because of it. I'm going to walk in who I am. Thank you, my friend, my friend. You ought to go back and thank some of your enemies. You ought to go back and thank them. Because you ought to tell them, if it had not been for you, I wouldn't be where I'm at. You made me pray more. You made me surrender. You've been good to me. You meant it for evil, but God, but God, but God, but God meant it for good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what? The very people that laughed at you, God's going to bring them back to you so you can pray for them. I know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, he was in it. All the time. You know what he did to me? He said, I'm going to take the shame away and give you power. That you can share your story with those that are hurting. And when they see that your hurt is deeper than their hurt, but God used your hurt to make you who you are now 
is going to help them to rise up and say, I'm coming up out of this hurt. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. You don't have to be in bondage in your mind. You don't have to be in bondage in your emotions. Whenever you think more about what people think of you than you think of God's approval of you, then those people are your God. <laughs> we got to get to the place. I don't care. They talking about you. I don't care. They don't like you. I don't care. They're not for you. You got to get to the place as long as God got my back, as long as God got my approval, as long as I'm right where I need to be in him, it don't matter if you come with me, if you don't come with me, I'll go by myself. I don't mind being by myself because as long as Jesus is with me, I'm never by myself. Is there anybody in here that knows that Jesus got you? That Jesus got your back? He said, I will never leave you, not forsake you. And wherever you go, you're covered. I got a question in the house. Is there anybody free up in here? Does anybody know what freedom feels like? Don't it feel good to be free? Hold on, and don't stop there. Keep walking in your freedom. Matter of fact, get deeper in your freedom. Listen, listen, listen. You got to get to the place where it doesn't matter. Even if your closest folks don't come with you, you got to go by yourself. Then nobody died for you but Jesus. Then nobody paid a price for you but Jesus. So he won't take you where he can't keep you. So if he takes you there, just walk in it. Tell your neighbor, walk in it. Walk in your freedom. Walk in your deliverance. Walk in your wholeness. Walk in it. Hey, hold on. Don't let nobody take from you what the Lord has given you. Oh, that's just my son. And then I'm done. Then I'm done. Folks that's in bondage don't even know they're in bondage. You, you're frowning at me. Let me explain. If all you know is bondage, you don't know that there's anything called freedom. So they think they good. Oh, y'all get me. Matter of fact, they shouting. No, no, I'm talking about them. But when, but when you get some freedom, when the Lord takes some of that stuff off of you, and you recognize that I've been walking in that stuff, I'm never going back. Let me, let me ask somebody, are you going back to what God took you out of? Uh, would, you, would, you, would, you, would you trade one day in freedom for the mess you was caught up in? Ain't the freedom of God worth walking it out? Any good, won't he do it? Didn't he do it? Any good to say, I'm free now, and I'm going to get some more. Is there anybody going to get some more? Chase and see. 
Say that with me. Taste and see that the Lord is good. That's right now. That's right now. Oh, it's so good to be free. If you free, give God a shout. If you know some freedom, say hallelujah. If you know some freedom, say amen. It's so good to be free. Tell your neighbor it's good to be free. It's good to be free. Don't have to deal with that mess no more. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free indeed. Somebody need to shout. Thank God I'm free. He wants to reach into the deepest crevices of your heart and your spirit. And he gives you the choice to walk in freedom. Did you know it's a choice? It's a choice. He has given you, his children, the power of choice. Oh, I hear some chains falling. I hear some walls coming down. It's the renewing of our minds that we begin to step into what God has for us. Listen, the woman at the well, it said when she heard about Jesus, it said, and she said, and that said in Greek means that, that, that there was a systematic, which means she kept on saying it. If I just touched the hill, if I just touched the hill, if I just touched the hill. Listen, listen, this is not a drive through See, salvation is free, but you got to work for your deliverance. How bad do you want it? Hallelujah. How bad do you want it? So, so she wanted it so bad, she pressed herself through her enemies. She pressed it. See, hold on. If you let people stop you, you didn't want it bad enough. You got to push your way through folks. You got to push your way through family. You got to push your way through friends. And say, Jesus, you're the only one that can heal me. You're the only one that can help me. Lord, you're the only one that is my answer. Lord, I'm pressing my way through. I don't care what nobody thinks. They can call me Holy Roller if they want to. They can say I done got fanatic about Jesus, but he's the best thing that ever happened. He's the best thing that ever happened. He's the best thing that would ever happen to you. Okay, I'm done. I got to say, it's good to be free. It's good to be free. Is there anybody out know it's good to be free? Is there anybody out know that Jesus will set you free? Is there anybody out to say, I'm free? I'm free? Thank God Almighty, I'm free. He said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. 
I came to set you free. Today, if God is calling you, I got preachers up here that want to pray with you, that want to talk with you and introduce you to the anointed one, to the empowered one who came to give you what you can't do for yourself. Today, if you're here, step on out by faith. Don't worry about anybody else. They, they need to go get their own, but you come get yours. You come get yours because Jesus has, has it for you. He got your name on your blessing. He got your name on your blessing. If you're here today, come on.